Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome again to episode number 268 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Lord is Directing Our Steps, Part 2. I am so excited to have Andre with me again this week. Hopefully you heard our podcast from last week as he shared uh, casually in regards to growing up as the firstborn. And if you didn't hear that podcast, please go back and listen to it. And so we're just going to continue our casual conversation so that in a way it will bless you, whether you're a parent or whether you're a child. Our scripture for this week is Proverbs 20, 24. And it says, since the Lord is directing your steps, why try to figure out everything that happens along the way? Now, this week, one of the things I'd like to focus on is that I know as parents, we try our best to raise our children in church, and we feel the importance of church, and and of course, because our Lord told us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves with one another, and we know that if we can raise our children around other children that are Christians, it will have a positive influence on them. Now, that may happen. I know, yes, it may. That's what we hope. Sometimes it doesn't always turn out that way. But Andre, Aaron, and Arlen, as they were raised, found that William and I were at the church all the time. The way that we served, we were there like night and day, uh, almost uh, seven days a week. And so I would just like to have a conversation with Andre in regard to that, because maybe you're facing a challenge in having children being raised in church. Maybe you're in leadership and you spend a lot of time at the church. I'm just going to have a casual conversation with my son just to see his thoughts in regards to this. Hi, Andre. Welcome. How are you doing? Hey, mom. Doing well. Good, good, good. I'm so glad you're with me again today. What are your thoughts, Andre? I know we, we were at the church a lot. What is your view from back then when you were little to where you are now? Yeah, well, first, everybody, we got to get this straight. You said you and dad were at church. I was there right there with you. So <laughs> let's get that. Let's just get that. You know, the truth don't hurt lies. Hurt. So let's get that straight, first of all. I was so, waiting that. All so, three of you were with us all the time. Go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, um, at the time, it's, it seemed to I me, mean, even though it was a way, of, a way of life for us, it was like it could have been overwhelming at times because. Sunday morning, dad got up. We got up early. Dad would drive the bus and the van to pick up everybody. Then we go to Sunday school. Oh, we have to set up for Sunday school. Then we went to Sunday school. Then we went to church. Then after church, we had to clean up some stuff and do things. And then 
we would have um, church Sunday dinner in the basement of the church. Then after that, we had evening church. So on a Sunday, it, it would be nothing to be there from 7 a.m. to 11 o'clock at night when you shut the places down. Then um, Monday and all that, with you being the secretary and stuff, we would go into the office and you'd be making your copies and we would help you with the bulletins. And dad had the tape ministry, so we had to help out with that. And then uh, Wednesday, you had prayer meeting, which... You know, that will start at six, get there early, make sure everything was good. And then sometimes people would pray for a long time. And then Friday, you used for Christ. So on and on and on and then outreach and all that. Church was our life. That's all we knew. So even though it was good, we were around other Christians. The challenging part was we weren't living a normal life as other kids. Uh, fast forward to today. It's again at that time. You know, we talked about the Lord leading you and dad and uh, led all of us into ministry there and helping out. And to this, to this day, you know, Aaron Arlen helping out with football camps. I have my own financial coaching business. I am a manager at different businesses. So at the end of the day, it was an amazing training on how to serve. So before you lead, you got to learn how to be led. And then that's what this whole thing is about. So all those years, not just being in church, we were being led by you and dad and other people of influence in church, therefore translating into us, and, or at least for me, uh, as well as my brothers, learning how to be led of the Lord, because all our life we've been led in, in the spiritual realm. And that's awesome. That's awesome. And I think it is so true. Before we can be exalted or be in a place of leadership, we need to learn how to serve. And that it doesn't mean you're less than. It doesn't mean that you don't have spiritual gifts that qualify you to be in a leadership position, but it's just that you learn so much in serving before you are exalted into that position. And even in the Bible, it talks about not elevating a novice or someone that's new, a new babe in Christ, to a leadership position because it could cause them to fall in the end. So I think that is so neat, Andre, for you to realize that, yes, we spent a lot of time at church because even Christmas, we would make sure that now some of you might feel that this is ridiculous, but we would go to church and go to service and then come back and our boys would open up their gifts on Christmas. I know that was a challenge, huh, Andre? We didn't have a say. So, I mean, <laughs> it was frustrating. You know, I, I look back at it now and I'm like, they probably could have opened up their gifts. No big thing. You know, sometimes we strain at a gnat. And as a parent, I'm hoping that you can learn through some of the casual conversation with Andre and I, that even as a Christian parent, don't strain at a gnat. There's some things that we just blow out of proportion that even our Lord would say, come on now, you don't need to do that. That the Lord knows our hearts just like he knows our thoughts before we think them. Sometimes we try to prove to the Lord something when he knows us all together. He created us, each one of us, in our mother's womb. And so he knows us. He's the one that put us together. So, Andre, before we wrap up for this week, and I hope that everybody would be encouraged to come back every week as we share some little tidbits between mother and son, is there anything else that you'd like to share in regards to that? Some people I know may feel like, should I encourage my children to go to church today? You know, I don't know. They may be having a struggle with that. Any thoughts? 
Well, first of all, church is good, but what good is going to church and then you bring the kid home to chaos? So church is it's good to be assembled around other believers as well. But really, the, the mission field is Monday through Saturday. You know, um, you're supposed to get in the word and be living a, a fruitful life. And then Sunday, you just come in an agreement with other believers. So you can't just live any way you want Monday through Saturday and take your kids to church and think that's going to be the answer to everything. That's not the case. But one thing I wanted to visit before we get off is when you said um, about, well, maybe it was okay for the kids to open up their gifts first. Yeah. But you guys were led that way. And for me, it helped taught me to be reverence that God is first. Those gifts came from God. It wasn't about Christmas per se, the gifts underneath the tree. And of course we didn't celebrate Santa and all that, but to the order of how things should be. And in order to be led, you got to put God's thoughts first before your own thoughts. Not that it's wrong to have your own thoughts, but God's thoughts have to come first. And it was the same thing that I took now that God was first because without God, there wouldn't be any gifts. And so it helped me to keep reverence and again, order in order to, to be led by God. And I think that's good. And that's the whole thing. I think more is caught than taught as a parent. And so it's good to hear Andre share that in regards to demonstrating that the Lord is first. And the Bible does say, seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. Well, I hope that you'll come back next week and hear Andre and I as we share some thoughts with you. And in the meantime, again, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.